Welcome to Accent on Mercy Alumni, brought to you by the Alumni Office at Mercy High School, Farmington Hills, Michigan. I'm your host, Associate Principal Larry Baker. Today's guest on Accent on Mercy Alumni is Tracy Johnson, class of 1985. Tracy is a medical doctor who specializes in physical medicine and rehabilitation. Her specialty focuses on therapy and rehab to help patients with amputations, sports injuries, and back pain live their best lives. She swam for Mercy High School all four years. She credits Mercy's English department, yay, yay, for her love of reading and her desire to complete a dual degree in anthropology and a pre-med at the university and pre-med at the University of Notre Dame. She continued to swim in college and study German, which culminated in a year of study abroad in Innsbruck, Austria. Upon completion of medical school at Michigan State University, she decided to experience Texas and completed her residency at the University of Texas Health Health Science Center in San Antonio. The warm weather, friendly neighbors, and delicious food have kept her there. She currently teaches resident physicians and is the medical director for the Polytrauma Amputation Network site. Her greatest joy is raising her daughter, Jessica, who's been assisting with this broadcast, by the way, uh, also a swimmer, and Ian. Tracy, thanks so much uh, for joining us, especially since we've had a a couple of hurdles to get over to connect, and you've been so persistent. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. You're certainly a woman making a difference, as uh, the Mercy motto proclaims. How did you find your way to a career in physical medicine and rehab? Around age 15, I knew that I wanted to be a doctor. I started out wanting to do anesthesiology. Um, My neighbor was actually a gynecologist and um, invited me on multiple occasions to come to the hospital with him to observe surgeries. Um, In medical school, I realized that I actually did not like being in the sterile world of the operating room and decided that I could find um, a different field besides anesthesiologist. I liked talking to people who were awake. Um, I decided to be... um, I wanted to look into uh, a sports medicine doctor, and I completed a summer internship at Northwestern University in between my second or my first and second years of med school, um, which is where I learned about physical medicine and rehabilitation. Um, Our specialty focuses on helping patients function at their highest level. We work in teams with therapists to treat sports injuries or patients with significant disabilities, such as brain injury, spinal cord injury, and amputations. Tracy, that's so impressive to me uh, that you're doing such important work and have dedicated your life to to such. Uh, Please tell us more about the Polytrauma Amputation Network site. I was very curious about that. Sure. So I live and work in San Antonio, Texas. We are one of 17 sites across the nation who specialize in treating veterans with amputations. Some are caused by combat injuries, most often by improvised explosive devices, and other uh, amputations are a consequence of diabetes. South Texas actually has a very high rate of diabetes. High blood sugars impair the ability to fight infections, so sometimes a simple scratch or a sore may lead to the loss of a foot. We see patients as a team, 
I'm the doctor. We have a prosthetist, a physical therapist, and a health psychologist on our team. We discuss the patient's goals, and we order a prosthesis, um, which is an artificial limb, um, which is fabricated in our laboratory and made by the prosthetist. Different components are added depending on the patient's activity level, and then our physical therapist will train them in how to use the prosthesis. We can uh, fabricate prostheses for different types of activities, such as running. You may have seen the curved blades that the Paralympic runners use. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a network site, we are committed to education and also uh, dissemination of best practices. So our outpatient uh, program has a national accreditation. And then um, also, I'll be an instructor at a course in Orlando this summer for other doctors, prosthetists, and therapists. It's so cool that you have that team approach. It seems uh, like that would be so so uh, effective to have yes. all, all the skill sets working together. Yes. And it, and it seems as though you've a uh, value team, if I may segue. Yes, I was, very much. Uh, I was kind of struck um, by uh, the, the way you emphasized SWIM. In the in in the information I asked you to to, to submit for this podcast, and um, not only were you a successful swimmer, you're a proud swim parent. Um, perhaps to an outsider, it seems like swim is just way too much training. Those early morning hours and double workouts and all that stuff that I know goes on in competitive high school a swimming program, what, what do you see as the payoffs for, for that kind of an involvement? It is a lot of training, and the kids start doing two practices a day now in junior high school. So for the parents, there's a lot of driving and parental participation in meets, um, working as timers, um, stroke judges. I think the payoff... Um, There's a lot of payoffs. Swimming is both an individual and a team sport. And the people who you are trying to beat in the individual events may actually be your teammates on the relays. Um, All swimmers I know have great time management skills. I worked out up to three times per day in college. So my papers were completed early. I became highly organized and efficient. And medical school was actually less intense for me than swimming combined with my undergrad dual degree program. I think there's value in pushing one's body beyond its perceived limits. Um, Swimming was always my time to connect with myself and to take my own emotional temperature, what things were going well and how I could change the things that were not. Um, It's a time to be alone with your own thoughts. And I developed a very goal-focused and positive mindset. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to say that um, we're the defending now Division I uh, state champs in swimming, as you That's probably what I know. That's hear, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, I want to go, go back in time because not too long ago, somebody asked me about Dolores Yeager. Her name's uh, – uh, the, the uh, pool is – named after Mrs. Yeager. And, um, you know, she'd been at Mercy quite some time, this person who was inquiring about her. And I realized there aren't too many people currently involved with the school who have a connection to Mrs. Yeager. And yet she was an unforgettable person in 
a, if you don't mind, character yes. uh, to be to yes. be involved with. I wonder, since I, I have not had another interviewee uh, speak about her particularly, and you brought her up, if you could just comment on Mrs. Yeager and the kind of impact she had on the school back in your day. So Mrs. Yeager was a legendary coach. Um, I believe she was an Olympian herself back when butterfly was a combination of butterfly arms and breaststroke legs. And I remember you, I remember going to meet with her and saying that I wanted to try out for the swim team. And she kind of checks you out, you know, and says, <laughs> like folds her arms and, you know, kind of gives you the, the once over, like, what makes you think you're good enough to be on my team? <laughs> and so what sealed it for us, and I can't believe I did this because I think I was a freshman when I did this, is I actually, we we're having some conversation and I, I patted her on the head and she couldn't believe, cause I was probably as a freshman, I was probably five foot 10 and, you know, Mrs. Jaeger was maybe five one. You're right. Right. And, and so, yeah, I patted her on the head and she just busted out laughing. She couldn't believe that I did that. And we also had to take swim class. So we would do morning practice we had to do swim class right in the morning and then we had to do workout again in the afternoon and she had us do synchronized swimming. And I remember she wanted me to do some sort of crazy like handstand cartwheel into the water. Mm-hmm. And it was my turn to go. We were all supposed to do it like in a, in a row. And I can't remember who the, the, the lady was that used to do all the water show acrobatics on um, TV. She was a very famous actress And we were supposed to do this line where you do a cartwheel on the edge and then you go in the pool. And I remember I kind of like yelled and floundered and I was like, I'm not doing that. You know, and I went in the water and did a big cannonball. But she was she was a character. I mean, she was known for throwing kids off the diving board. That's how she taught kids how to swim. Which would probably mortify most parents today. Uh, But that, I mean, you went to Dolores Yeager. She could teach. She taught people. um, It was amazing how many people she taught to swim, though. She She taught many nuns to swim. I know that. Yep. Uh, She was very, very effective. I I hadn't heard about the throwing off the diving board method, but I I definitely believe it. (laughs) I know. And the other thing is that she was basically chain smoking in her office all the time. I'm glad you brought that up because I was on the verge of doing it. Yes, she did. And so (laughs) for a long time, you know, those of us who swam, like I would swim in college and I would smell smoke and Mm -hmm. we would say it was the ghost of Dolores Yeager because I believe she died probably like my sophomore year of college. She was gone already. And so, yeah, I used to say, oh, my gosh, it's Dolores Yeager. You know, she's she's your looking office, out for me. Your office really had that strong smell. It <laughs> did. It did. And it would kind of leach out sometimes into the pool. And we're like, oh, yeah, she's having a cigarette or a few. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was my athletic director, too, when I came to Mercy and started coaching. So I, I can really thank her for not only a firm hand, but also a, an enormous heart. Yes. Just an enormous heart. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we could have done an entire separate 
uh, podcast on, on Dolores, to be sure. But I, I, I'm going to stop talking about her for a moment and ask you uh, and give you the opportunity to share any other high school experiences uh, from the mid-80s. Sure. So the swim team used to have a donut eating contest every fall. <laughs> <laughs> And we would pack up and go to all these healthy things. About all these that healthy things, right? So we would go, and I still remember because Marilee Konzel won the donut eating contest, and we would go to the cider mill and we'd eat those cinnamon sugar ones, oh, and, which I still miss. Like I still miss those Midwestern smells of the wet leaves and the cider mill and the cinnamon sugar donuts. But yeah, so we did that every year. Um. I really enjoyed um, attending mass with my friends and I felt like mercy was a community where people really cared about each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoyed, I went on a search retreat. I feel like that was really important. Um, And since I took German every year, we went to Frankenmuth with Frau Tchaikovsky. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'd forgotten about that. Yes. So that was really important. I loved actually seeing my advisor every morning. And I think she was there for a long time because it was before she got married. It was Vita Fresca. Mm-hmm. So she was there for a long time. Um, yes, indeed. Friday's off in the winter. So a group of us went bowling every Thursday night when we had Fridays really? off. We did. Huh. It was, yeah, like Susie Davis and Stacey Elliott. I remember Susie. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So Stacy too, of course. Yes. Um, off campus passes and going to McDonald's, moving up ceremony, um, and really graduation ceremony. What a beautiful tradition with the white dresses and the, the dozen long stemmed red roses. Which we still maintain. I saw it was that's on the, a, the picture that's of the two thousand nineteen uh, did it too. Thank goodness. Uh, well, Tracy, it's been really fun to reminisce and also so great to hear about what you're doing and learn about the Poly Trauma Amputation Network. It sounds so, so fantastic, like it does such terrific work. And thanks for hanging in here with me as we work through a couple of uh, technical difficulties to get where we were. It was definitely uh, worth uh, striving for, though. Well, good. Did you say hello to Michael Gruber for me? Yes, I did. <laughs> I absolutely did. Good. <laughs> <laughs> he says hi back. Oh, wonderful. All right. Take care. Have a wonderful summer. Thank you. Music on Accent on Mercy Alumni is performed by concert pianist Julia Siciliano, class of 2001.